Welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today, we are back in the Brock Bourbon Bar, and we are in our year in review, 2022. That that rhymes. Damn, I'm a poet, and I didn't know it. Bring it go. on. So, we're going to review a couple of bottles. Not really as much review as we're just going to talk about them as we drink them, because I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll take a sip and we'll be like, oh my God, that's great. But it, what, what, are we, what, are we, what are we sipping on today, Mr. John? So, the first one is a bottle that I brought over from Copper and King's in Louisville, Kentucky. It is an apple brandy that's been double distilled and finished in a maple barrel. Apple brandy finished in maple. 124 proof. So it's ding, got ding, a ding. little bit of a stank on lovely it. stank. There we go. And the next one is the next Frenchman. Next one is a Frenchman. Lucky Seven Distillers. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Curators of fine spirits, it says on the bottle. The bottle's beautiful. Oh, oh my God. It's like something Harlequin. out of old Vegas. Yeah, this is sure. like a Fallout New Vegas yep. something that you would loot. Um, Kentucky bourbon whiskey at 113 proof, batch number two. And it's finished in a French oak. A French oak in new French oak. There we go. I love it. I love it. So year in review, we're going to talk about our favorite episodes from 2022. So does anybody have one that sticks out out in their mind just right off the bat? Nick's already got his hand up. Like, (laughs) ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Well, there is one that I could say, but I'm going to leave it for somebody else. But my personal one was the first time I got to experience the cigar batch, both Mm -hmm. the rye and regular Mm -hmm. cigar batch. That was a good episode. Yep, yep. Yes. Because uh, you had brought us the uh, two bottles for the first time here. And we both got to try them the first time. I think it was back in March-ish time frame. Okay. Because at, at that point in time, I had, I've been searching high and low for some of the cigar batches. That's Not very many had been released since probably, what was it, September, October of yeah, the, the prior year. year. Yeah. And there was, it was very tight-lipped for any of the cigar batches coming out. Mm-hmm. And so we finally got mm-hmm. to try some at that episode and that was back yeah. when the barrels i think were newer oh they were brand new then so that was, those were the very the first flavors were just incredible compared to yep kind of how they've gone throughout the rest of the year yeah for oh, sure absolutely 100 percent, john i really enjoyed when you came over to the den of thieves and you brought the the um bullets that we did the flavor okay the, uh, yeah the, the flavor uh, bullets so we did the old forester release. old forester release with the flavored bullets yep yep so we did yep. the all the they were hunter proofers right yes they were and we had what maple cherry and the uh, double oak double oak bullet yep um and it was just it was special because it was again the three brother-in-laws it was you it was kind of when we had first you first started inviting us to do the podcasts so so it was special and it was enjoyable Although I don't know where the bullets have gone, so I'm still trying to tear the house apart to find them. Oh, Carl says he had, doesn't have them, and I thought he took them. Carl, Carl so. had them last, and he did the. We did what was it? What did we do Wild Turkey 101 with them. Yes, and then he was supposed to give the the bought those bullets to He's either to you or, or Jared. Jared. Yeah. yeah, which Jared says he does not have them. So well, listen, Jared doesn't know what he has. <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> He didn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. <laughs> I got a pecker. The chicken coop doesn't count. That's right. Oh, the roosters do not count. <laughs> well, everybody knows about the bird. Ba, 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 so, bird, so bird. I, I'm going to let Barbara go next. But before Barbara goes, I'm, my, my favorite episode with Barbara was Five Rye Barbara. <laughs> So I don't, I don't know what your favorite episode is, Barbara. Not that I can probably remember. No, you that definitely one. <laughs> ain't remembering Five Rye. 
what happened in the five rice Scott? Oh, so we, we had a great episode. We had a great conversation. It was we went incredible. through five different barrel strength rise. Yep. And, it, and I brought all these rides over so Barbara could try them. We all had a great time with it. Nick had a couple of them. But we sat there and we drank through them, had a good conversation. And and by the time I was picking up all my stuff, Barbara might have been laying where Nick was. And had Head no on idea, the table. Had no laying idea what she was saying. Where he was. <laughs> and, and, and of note, it was these out. were Barbara pours oh, for that sure. she did both for herself and Absolutely. myself. Because I had to step away for a couple minutes. Yeah. And she poured for me. These and I, you monsters, know, decent, these monsters, and I'm pours. and I'm said I'm not going to get rid of this. I'm not going to let the just pour out this this alcohol. I'm oh, going to drink heck it. Heck no, men up, son. Exactly. <laughs> we all did. We all did that night, but uh, but yeah, Bar- Barbara was lights out. So you know, I've had so many. I don't know if I can really you know pinpoint a specific one. Um, I guess for me, it's more just the overall experience of showing a difference of the female palette and the male palette and how you can, how they correlate together and how they don't correlate together. I I guess I get what you're saying. I think for me, it's the uniqueness of having a female voice to understand how we can kind of feel with our bourbon or rise versus how the male can can flavor. Yeah, no, I I absolutely enjoy the female perspective. Like, I think it's really nice to have you on here for those things. I think the stories go a little long sometimes. Yeah, not not that I've ever said that or talked about that before. Never, <laughs> never, never. I believe you just mentioned that on the previous <laughs> recording. Let's see here, my grandmother's apple pie. That's right. Actually, Nick brought that one up. Not me. He did. <laughs> that is true. It was Nick who brought that one up the last time. But uh, you know, so. It, yeah. I, I definitely, I, I do enjoy their female's perspective. Matter of fact, one of my first set of episodes that I did was like, I, I, I invited three females, like girls that were friends of mine mm-hmm. um, that we, I went over to one of their houses and I was like, Hey, I, I wanted to introduce them because none of them had, had barrel strength bourbon. Ooh. So I'd walk them through barrel strength bourbon. Nice. I took over, I took over a hazmat. I took over uh, a couple of, I took over a four roses. I took over an old forester. Like I took over just a mm-hmm. nice mix Makes of different. It, yeah barrel strength bourbons and they're like oh my god like this is so unique i would have never like and it just was really neat to get their perspective mm-hmm. because they were bourbon drinkers but they'd never had hazmat so okay and they'd never had barrel strength so yeah. to get that perspective and like their mind thought process and how they walk through the tasting notes and what they were getting it was just really really nice and refreshing and i, I feel like that's been one thing that i've really enjoyed about having you on the show was the fact well, that you. you you have you definitely have a different perspective and, and, and you tie memories to different things, like more of the warm and fuzzies, whereas I tie things to just like that are immediate thought processes, you know, like memories of yeah. chewing a baseball glove or memories of this or that. And you're like, Grandpa's kisses and blah, 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 and all lovey-dovey. And, the Hallmark memories. Yeah, the Hallmark the memories. Hallmark. <laughs> yeah. Leave it you to know. me. So uh, I, I appreciate that perspective, but, you know, so. Yeah. And those instances where it's like, you're you are spot on with us. It's like okay, this is a universally masculine and feminine. We yeah, love this well, and bourbon. I think that's yeah. the what's so unique is there are those instances where we all kind of mesh together, um, mm-hmm. but then there's a lot of times what we just we just don't. Yeah, I mean everybody's got a different flavor profile. Everybody has yeah. a different palate, you know. So it makes a really really unique difference whenever you look at those things. That's all what you wrote there, Nick. <laughs> 
So I, I will say for me, it's been really, really hard to decipher what my what my favorite episode would have been from this year. Like I, I guess for me, honestly. It, Oddly enough, I really enjoyed the 291 interview. That one yeah. was incredible. So it was one of those things where, you know, the guys came in, they flew into town, they were here for a totally different reason. They just showed up, and they showed up at your house, by the way, which, yeah. like I've said a hundred times, I really appreciate you just letting us bombard your place with just randos, you know, that show up at Well, you know, that particular time. day, I was at work when you mentioned, oh, hey, by the way, these guys are coming, and I'm looking at my coworkers going, hell somebody shoot me (laughs) (laughs) so it's one of those weird things that you just in my world i just never know what's going to happen like and 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 it's been great because matt's been a a great piece of the podcast josh has been a great piece of the podcast like they've they've been my brothers from another mother you know as far as that stuff goes forget jared (laughs) (laughs) listen i love all the time i spent with the guys from the dentities i love the brock family like i love all these dudes i love everybody i love i love y'all but it's one of those funny things is i've enjoyed so many episodes but Yeah. When I tie back to like my favorite episode, Mm -hmm. and I I think for me, it's I love interviewing people. I love having that conversation. What makes you unique? What What's your story? Mm -hmm. What What got you into bourbon? And all those conversations go back to that genuine first time experience or first time feel. And for that, I felt like Michael just had such a great, you know, aspect of nine eleven, mm-hmm. yeah. moving to Colorado, taking his family to where he felt like they would be more safe. safe. You yeah. know, even though he lost his family as far as being divorced and all those type of things. But now he built this brand and he built Absolutely. the built the still himself out of old yeah. camera parts. The I mean storytelling like, and the history yeah. of his, just, his So yeah. being able to pick up you know. and, and grab those things, like that to me is what I cherish the most about doing this. Like that mm-hmm. was originally what this was supposed to be about. Out, but COVID happened and I had to pivot. So we went to doing more reviews and more of this and we're yeah. still doing interviews, right? But they're yeah. just, they're fewer and far between. Like, absolutely. There was the interviews I had lined up with, with Harlan Wheatley, but I never got to do it. Mm-hmm. Brown At that time, Sazerac was like, nope, done COVID. We're not doing anything, you know? So, it, but I've still had other interviews since then, but like mm-hmm. there were certain things that I'd had lined up. I thought I, I was almost 100% out Jackie lined up from Old Forester. Mm-hmm. Gone. But I did multiple shows with Tyler, and Tyler's become a great friend, you know, Mm -hmm. um, through the whole process. You know, I I talk to him, text him, you know, constantly about Old Forester, what's going on in that world. And, you know, that's that's one of the reasons why I guess I've become such a loyalist for that piece. But but for me, I think 291 is probably my favorite episode. Yeah, I I, I can understand that. I think for me, you know, I wasn't actually a part of you know, being on the microphone for that one, I was more in the background. Um, and it was just unique to hear the, um, the humility that he provided that he was like, you know what? Yeah. I mean, it was great and everything. And just, it was much more down to earth than some of the bigger, yeah, bigger groups. So that, that's, that will, that's another thing I will say about during this process, other than one particular distillery, I feel like mm-hmm. all of them have been really, really forthcoming as far as like how they got into it, yeah. why they got involved with it, what's it like, in, mm-hmm. you know, starting a bootstrap process, that yeah. type of thing. Actually, probably two of them. Um, it, and it wasn't that they had they were bad interviews. They just had a different perspective than what I thought they would have come to town with. New Riff was one and Boone County was the other. Okay. Um, both of them were still fine interviews. Um, Jay, Jay, Jay has a wealth of knowledge. New Riff. I mean, just a ton, a ton of knowledge. And I really respect Jay. Um, but we had a difference in opinion on certain things and, okay. and, and it just, it, it was what it was, but yeah, it's all good. So I tried this. I tried this apple brandy. I don't know if anybody else has tried it. I've already started sipping on. No, stuff. I've been I've been listening to the stories. So we, Ashley and I, Shocks. went to a few um, 
You asshole. I was in mid-sentence. We went a couple weeks ago, and the tour guide um, had just gotten back from an extended break. So he was excited to be back, and we ended up trying a few more than normally you would try. About about nine different brands. So who were you there with? I mean, was 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 Brandon into your tour? Did he McDaniel, the actual master distiller there? No. Okay. No, he was not there. They were having a, a big Christmas party event, so everything like the restaurant and the bar were closed. Okay. Um, but we just it. I'd never been there before, and it right. was really neat. You get the experience of being. It's very small, and so like your tasting room, you're sitting on couches, and it's very like friends mm. level, low key. Which which added a different element to a distillery tasting. Yeah, um, but this one was the one that we ended up picking because it was both mine and my wife's favorite. Yeah, no, it's it's very very apple mm. forward. Yeah, it's got a little bit of oak to it. You know, I don't get as much, and I know it says maple syrup. I actually, oddly enough, I get more of like just a a really sweet, like almost like like creme brulee esque type, like a burnt sugar. Yeah, burnt sugar, like yep. that burnt brown sugar, burnt sugar. Flavor little, on it, tiny bit of like a sorghum. Yeah, I where can see it's that, that little yeah. bit of that more richer, charry. Yeah, molassesy. Yeah. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Sorghum. Yeah, that's where I was going to segue a little bit. Uh, you know, like a, the dark brown sugar that, mm. that's a little mm. bit heavier on that molasses. The one thing about brandy is it always drinks so close to proof. Like I rarely get a brandy, and I'm like, oh, that's just drinks so light. But like this no. one, I mean, it, it doesn't hit 124, but no. it it definitely has some 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 heat to it. Agreed. Now, now here's something that that I don't know if you can relate to or not, but Sometimes with brandies and certain brandies, kind of the aftertaste that I get after a long period of time after I've taken a drink right. is kind of like that uh, uh, if you've ever had Novocaine and it starts to wear off. Oh, that's yeah. That, it, yeah. That, that little, that weird yeah. feeling that you get and little aftertaste. A tingle. Yep. A tingle. It's almost like what you get when you, like Listerine. Like if you Listerine your whole mouth. Yeah. that <laughs> I, I, I'm more with you, Scott. But, but to me, I, it's the same feeling. Like it. I just picked up a different because of that tingle and like kind of move around. Like I feel like that's what you're speaking to, like that type of feeling, yep. that mm-hmm. numbing as it's kind of coming off, but it's like tingly there. Yep. But for me, that's the, the first thing I thought of was like kid, like I had to, I had to, I had to do listerine, you know, like yeah. old school listerine, not the new old weak school. stuff. You know, Burn it's your a mouth. full palate tingle. Yes, absolutely, yeah. full palate tingle. So yeah. it's got yeah. it's got a lot of stuff going on there. But I, I definitely don't really necessarily get any maple in this though. Mm-mm. But it's a solid little pour. So, all right. So, what 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 would you say is the most memorable moment of 2022 for the podcast? I will say I'll, I'll go ahead and jump in there. I will say that the birthiversary episode <laughs> because I got to mm-hmm. really experience a different side of a few people who've never been here before that's mm-hmm. been long timers with the podcast. You know, uh, both Matt uh, and Toby. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had. I had heard them before on the podcast, but I've never met them before. Right. That was the first time that I met them. Yeah. It was a great over hour long episode that we recorded for that. Uh, yeah. Dude, it, it was it was a it juggernaut was, for it sure. Was, it, it was, but it, it was, was a lot of fun. Yep. Jared, did you have something? I, I saw you doing the finger signs there. The 291 episode, I would say, is the most memorable. Okay. Was, yeah. It was such a wild, just all the stuff they brought and all the stuff oh, they, no. the, the details that they laid out for us about yeah. everything to me was memorable about it. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I can get you. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down for sure. Absolutely. Um, I, You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm oddly in, in a similar field with you, Nick. I, I really enjoyed the birth anniversary only because I, I, it's weird. Like to me, it was more about like, I brought like kind of my, 
OG family with like my secondary family because you guys have kind of become the secondary part of what Bourbon Barrel Talk has become, mm-hmm. right? You know, um, but also there's something about like some of the earlier interviews I did in the year. Like I did, yeah. uh, we did an episode with uh, Old Carter. Like that one was mm-hmm. super memorable. And the main reason why is because Pat Heights showed up out of nowhere. Like the master distiller <laughs> for Wilderness Trail shows up in the middle of my interview with Old Carter. Oh, wow. And I'm cool. sitting there and, and I met Pat before and we've had great conversations. I love Pat to death. But like the fact that I'm sitting here interviewing Mark and Sherry Carter and there's a, at the door at the Old Carter's distillery, you know, at, at, where their bottling room is. And they're like, well, who the hell's that? You know, so we open the door and Pat Heist literally walks in from from Wilderness Trail. Like oh, and, and, cool. and, and we sit down and we do like another forty five minutes with Pat on the on the on the on the podcast. So it's like one of those like like I said, I never know what's going to happen. Like and and it's funny because I, I I would have never dreamt in a million years that's what that's what this would have become. You know, yeah. like I've had all these great interviews, I've had all these great conversations, and then like I said, like stuff happens. Like literally, Matt calls me out of the blue whenever I start texting you guys. Dude, by the way, the dudes from two ninety one are showing up today. Like we're, they're coming to your house. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like I hope that's okay. I didn't even ask. Like nope. one of those type of things. I literally was sitting at work going, I have got to Google them and get at least a broad idea of who the heck I'm going to be seeing and introducing yeah. myself to. And, and, and basically she was like going, what? what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Who's coming? Yeah. <laughs> Where? So, so, so yeah. the funny thing is like I knew of 291 only because one of my good friends whenever I first really, really got into bourbon was a guy named Ryan Easterly. And Ryan okay. was a super cool dude that uh, he ran. I want to I say it was like Red Tavern or something. It was one of the really, okay. really nice like steak and like restaurants, burgers, and stuff like that at 4th Street Live. It was like okay, yeah. right before Gordon Biersch and all that came okay. in. Yep, 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 But it yep, was yep, in yep, there. Yep. I cannot remember the name of it God, for the life I, of me for some, but it was red something. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about, but holy crap, I can't think of it either. But anyway, so I knew Ryan, and Ryan had just started working for them at 291. And I was like, oh, so you work for these guys? And he's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And literally like the week before they came to town, he's like, they're coming into town. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. He's like, well, they're gonna do a, they're gonna go and do a bunch of like releases, do some tastings, things like that, and they're gonna go to like random liquor stores and sign bottles, you know, just to have fun. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, I need to interview them one day. I literally said this to Ryan. He's like, yeah, maybe you know, I can get you in touch with them. Like three days later, Matt calls me and says, boom, boom. like they're here, <laughs> they're here, they're coming. Like, and I'm like, okay, let's do it. So it's just one of those weird things. You just really know what's never going to, you never really know what's going to happen. Absolutely. So. Honestly, the best part for me is just getting to be involved in the process. Like I didn't, I didn't, in, I didn't anticipate you inviting us on board and then it just kind of happened. And it's become something that me and Jared and Carl really enjoy doing. And then we experience the hospitality, you guys and everyone else. It, it just, it, I think that's, that's the best part about bourbon. It's, it's, it's learning the history, finding incredible bourbons to drink, and then, and then sharing that with good people, experiencing the hospitality of good people that was a pleasant surprise for 2022. Yeah. And the fellowship is always, you know, to me, that's what really bourbon is all about anyway. I yes. mean, you know, and heck, I, it, it, not part of the podcast, but probably no. one of my, one of my, other favorite parts of this of this year especially was being able to enjoy your all's first barrel picks like literally oh, absolutely. i mean yeah you know nick got to go on the yellowstone and lux Row pick with me and you got to go to the peerless pick you know just being able to go on those picks and and do those things it's just it it to me that's fun like i i enjoy being able to 
enjoy things with people that haven't necessarily had that experience before. It just makes a I big difference. I still need to do a barrel pick. I know. We're going to get you out on one. Good. You're not going to survive a barrel pick. <laughs> well, no, but I still want to go. We, just, we, just, we take we, we, the first pick we'll take barrel. We'll have to take her to like Spirits of French Lick or, or Starlight where they just crack open like 15 barrels and barrel Barbara's just done. Yeah. <laughs> done. We'll need Lights a wheelbarrow. <laughs> the whale Barbara. <laughs> right? Scott, you're like the I Professor X moments. of the bourbon industry. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> the, the mentor, the teacher. Right. Is that because I'm bald? Nah. Uh, I don't know. So, all right. The Frenchman. What do, what, what do we got here? The Frenchman. Oui, oui. Bonjour. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. A very <laughs> Bonjourno's <laughs> Italian. A very smooth and even it, but nose. It, they say bonjour in the the bonjour, 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 bonjour. 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 You, you're, you're trying to <laughs> bonjourno would be <laughs> yeah, would be bonjour. Italian. That's yeah. what you said. <laughs> I didn't say bonjourno. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> when you're editing this, I maybe <laughs> if I say bonjour, I'm gonna be funny. That'd be funny. I think I'm pretty sure I said bonjour. I don't think I said bonjour now, but everybody's saying I'm wrong. I'm, I could can be I wrong. Say you know what? I can edit it to make it say that I'm right. So <laughs> I won't, but I can. Hey, you, you do have. Um, <laughs> he has that power. You have editing power to make us all sound like assholes. I have creative <laughs> license. <laughs> so let's, what do we got here on the Frenchman, man? It's definitely French oak. I mean, it is. It's it's very even. It's not sharp. Very smooth nose. Very smooth. Getting a little bit of caramel. There's not a whole lot of apple or banana or any kind of fruit on this, though. You may get in, like, maybe just a touch of cherry. That's what I say. Cherry. Yeah. There's a little sweetness there, a little fruit sweetness. I, I'm not sure if it's cherry, but it sound, it smells that way. Don't add water to it. Don't add water? <laughs> Did you already do that once? Oh. Okay, good to know. It's got more of a cherry juice than I feel like it is a it a cherry. Huh. I can I can understand where you're coming from, John. Yeah. So one of the first interviews of this year might have been with 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 the guys from Lucky Seven. I'd have to go back and look at my episode list to see where it came in at. But I met them at Doc Crows. Oh, I remember oh. hearing about that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were they based out of, Scott? Um, so the, one of them was in California, the other one was Chicago. But they are old like roomies, really good friends, that type of thing. And I think they like. They're not married to sisters or cousins, but like people that were like basically sisters or something. Like they're really okay. like close, tied by through their or lives okay. and stuff. Yeah, and they became really, really yeah. good friends or whatever. Interesting. Um, but I'd have to go back and listen to the episode. I really can't remember 100% on that piece. Let's see here. Jared's got notes. He's picking up. Hold on. It does have kind of a medicinal. Um, it does. After finish. Yeah, that French oak is definitely, it's it, it's woody. It's definitely mm-hmm. got some woodiness to it. It's real earthy. It's almost like, and I've never gotten this on bourbon, but it's weird. It's almost like there's a, like almost that uh, medicinal quality like that you would get or woody medicinal quality, yeah. like almost from like a mushroom pizza or something. Like, mm, see, but I'm not, a, but like, mm. not in pizza per se, but no. like. Yeah. Well, it, it. Not like a fungus. No. no. No, it's more of the. Hold on. It's more of the floral fungi. Yeah, like the like, yeah, like florally fungi, but like yeah. almost like you know how like when you smell like a, a a mushroom and it's got like a like a floral note, like a almost like a really really earthy floral note. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like that's what I'm kind of getting. Yeah. And it and, and it's, it's coming through really on the taste earthy. on kind of like the what I would say the the rear like mid to back. Right. Right. Almost where the tongue kind of slides into your throat. Yep. Yep. Right there. Yep. 
Oh, John, shush. I really hate it when Barbara is right there with me. Like mentally, we're just we're, we're connected on this one for some reason. I don't, I don't get I it. No, I love this one. February 20th was the release of the Lucky 7 interview. Really? So, so I was right. It was at the very, very beginning of this year. That's funny. So see, I, I, that, that's why we like Jared. He knows how to Google. Well, he was showing it to me, and I was trying to figure out the connection of the, the Conversation. family type thing. And <laughs> what he was trying to show me was the stupid date. It's the little things in life. Right. I, I was going more depth yeah. than the surface. She was trying to read, like, did I have some crazy notes about them on there? Because that's right. what we were talking about. <laughs> I, I, I'm picking up with your button down. Jared was just simply trying to show you a date. Mm-hmm. So. What was everyone's... Best moment of the year and most difficult moment of the year. On the podcast or just in general? In, in general. I in think. general? Oh, yeah. man. Fudge. I mean, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, best moment of the year, honestly, was probably... I had a really good vacation with my kids this summer. And I just kind of know that, like, it's probably the last one I'm going to have. That, that, and not per se, like, with my kids, but, like, as them being kids. Like, yeah. my... My oldest is, you know, a sophomore in college. My uh, youngest is okay. kind of a junior in high school. Like, I, I think it's my last real, like, summer vacation with them mm-hmm. is, like, being still my kids, like, my, my babies. Um, that's probably the best moment I had. Because we went to Disney World. We had a great time. Oh, we cool. spent five or six days there. And, and that's something, that's a place they love. Like, I like Disney. Like, I enjoy it. But they love it. And watching that love that they have for that and being able to go through that piece is probably, that's probably the highlight of my year, honestly, you know, and my, and my wife loves it there too. Um, low life. I mean, low light is going to be, it's easy. I mean, my brother passing, you know, earlier this year, I mean, that just, it, it just came as such a massive shock. You know, you, you don't expect losing by 51. Um, you know, and, and, and I know that, you know, Josh, he just lost his, his grandpa. Um, and I know he's heart wrenched and, and, and torn up about that and God love him. And, and I know, you know, there's other things out there, but I think those would be my highlight and probably my, my, my low light of the year. So let's raise a glass to your brother, to Josh's Grandpa, Grandpa Pascal, yep. And to my grandma Ernstberger, who will probably not be with us more than a day or two from now. Uh, cheers, salute, and to cheers all to all of the people. ones that we have lost. Yeah, hundred percent. Cheers, cheers. cheers. It's lunch. <sighs> Nick, best and worst. <laughs> the funny thing is, is it's the same, the same thing. Uh, in we had planned a trip for a cruise for family, both. Uh, Barbara, uh, her side of the fam- uh, our side of the family, mm-hmm. and then her sisters. And originally, it was uh, I mean the cruise. It was great. It was awesome. But the day before they were supposed <laughs> to fly out, we got a notice that Delta had canceled the flight and reset it for a later time. But unfortunately, that time would have had them and the kids coming after the boat is already gone. Left the left the dock. Mm. Left the port. So they had to, <laughs> and or uh, me and my brother-in-law, my yep. uh, uh, wife's sister's husband, um, jumped in a car. We had already planned on jumping on a car because we wanted to bring back a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, souvenirs, bourbon souvenirs. Uh, well, 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 alcohol, no, bourbon, just whatever. Alcohol there's, in general. It's not uh, necessarily bourbon, but but souvenirs on the way back, and we knew that that was in. Trying to get something on a flight is very expensive. But at the point in time, we were like going, we're just going to drive. 
wives and kids were going to jump on the plane. They were going to come down. Basically, what was going on was we wanted the two youngest kids to finally have their first flight. Um, the two oldest ones on their first on their first cruise had their first flight. So we were attempting to do the same with the two younger ones. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, it came back and bit us mm. hard in the ass. So basically, they had to... We were already probably about three to four hours down the road, mm -hmm. already headed that way down to uh, Galveston, Texas mm -hmm. from Louisville, Kentucky. And so um, we, we end up... They end up having to... We, <laughs> sorry. What I should say is that we grabbed most of the luggage. Yep. Because we want didn't want to have the them or the kids worry about like carry-ons or really like checking bags so that they could um, worry about much luggage. So yep. we had most everything. So we did have, you know, roll uh, rolling luggage for the two youngest kids for sure. Because we wanted them to have the idea of dragging luggage through an airport. You know, because that's a whole part of, of flying is knowing you have to remember your luggage. You have to get it. You have to go from there and keep going. Um, and it was a very, 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 very stressful <laughs> couple of hours when we figured out the flights weren't going to happen. And so they had to rush, cram four kids and two adults into a car and start driving. And they were working <laughs> on catching up with us mm -hmm. and... The problem was is that as we got closer and closer to our place where we had already planned on stopping, there were no hotels available. <laughs> and we, we we made it to Shreveport. There's graduation weekend. There was uh, some other couple events happening in the area, and there was almost no Nothing. hotels. So uh, I, we ended up spending probably about a half hour to an hour stopping at different places, calling places, trying to find some place to get a, just a hotel room for that night because originally we just planned on driving all the way th straight through because it was just us two. Two men. But <laughs> the girls and the kids weren't going to mm -mm. be able to do that. So mm -hmm. we just kind of said, all right. And then finally, by the grace of God, uh, we talked to somebody and then they says, oh yeah, one of our affiliates just had two cancellations. And we're like, we'll take them. And we said, we'll take them. Well, granted, it was the last two ones, and so they always do that markup price for the last two yeah. hotel rooms. And, and so, you're lucky it wasn't a Roach Motel. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was not a Roach Motel. Thank God it was not. Look at these red <laughs> specks really on the sheets. Nice. Uh, you know, about to say, I'm not going to drop Knights in. Have you ever seen one of those? Yeah. <laughs> I've stayed in a Knights in before in a softball tournament. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Nick has two in Ashland, Kentucky. No, we were about to until your oh, parents went right. in to look at it, and they said, no, that's right. We were no, we're we out of here. Gonna, you're you're right. You're right. You're right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I remember that one. But yeah, they walked in. They said bleep no and nope. walked out. <laughs> but yeah, no that that part of the cruise was very very difficult. Um, you know, as much as I love my twin sister, uh, she and I can definitely butt heads. Um, and by huh. the time. <laughs> You wouldn't have thought, huh? <laughs> By the time we like finally... Like in the womb or outside? <laughs> all the above. All the above, dude. All the above. So by the time we finally made it to port and was ready to board the boat, I'm like, God help me. Tell me. Please tell me. The bar is open. <laughs> I tell need me the, bar is open. the bar to be open. For sure. And thankfully the bar was open. <laughs> So I didn't completely kill my sister um, that time. <laughs> gotcha. So, you know, tying in with 
with Nick on, you know, kind of the worst and the best. At the same time, the best was that whole cruise. So our youngest child is uh, almost seven and has since a very, very young age, about the time he could know how to say the word turtle, has loved, loved, loved turtles. Crush. Mm-hmm. Just turtles in general. <laughs> no, I'm talking and, about you, you Crush from Nemo. I know exactly what you're no. talking about. But the no. actors at Disney do a great job. Oh, do they? Absolutely. That's a fantastic yeah. job. Yeah. So he and everybody's like, oh, so he likes the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm like, no, he likes sea turtles, people. Sea turtles. The actual sea turtles. So one of the best things we did on this cruise was part of our trip was to go to Grand Cayman. And they have a turtle center, and it has turtles from hatchlings right out of the eggs to, I mean, these 300-pound giant giant turtles. And he got to experience every little bit of it. And they also had uh, optional, like, little wading pools where you could walk and sit with, like, yes, less than a yearlings. Yearlings. And you uh, could turtles. pet them oh and pet them in like this little small waiting pool. Like legit, he was in hog heaven. He didn't know. He was in turtle heaven. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> turtle heaven. He didn't know what to do with himself. Ironically enough, that was the one spot I figured for sure he would be like, hey, mom, can we take one home? And ironically enough, he never asked that. Scott, don't take this the wrong way, but thank God my wife doesn't listen to this podcast. Okay. Because if she heard that, she'd want to go immediately. <laughs> so what? So Jared, why, why, why you're on mic real quick right here? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Best and worst mo- moment of the year. Um, worst moment of the year was I got married. <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, no. you better be it's careful. probably your best I'm and your worst. Married. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, I would have guessed that would have been my best and worst. I think there's going to be a payout or some uh, snippets are going to be uh, texted oh. to your wife. Absolutely. <laughs> no, best moment of the year was definitely getting married. Um, I love my wife, um, mm-hmm. even though she's a royal pain in the butt, and I'm a royal pain in her butt not in a weird way that's the um, whole point of being married and yes um <laughs> best part of the year was getting married in the honeymoon all that jazz it was great um all the planning sucked volleyball volleyball but tequila, tequila volleyball, tequila. 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 volleyball. <laughs> the best. Um, do you like tequila for volleyball <laughs> getting puked on and peed <laughs> Good i'm Lord. so naked and fucked up <laughs> <laughs> Wish that I did not drink at all. Uh, no. Wish I didn't have margaritas. <laughs> right. I'm about to say that was very close, unless you would have said uh, you're in a bathrobe. Damn it. Hey, you messed that up. Oh, that was God, great. God. Up all, all, I'm, all I'm saying is I'm really glad that I got off that call before you know, I saw anything else. That was all That was all pr- prior to that call. Pr- prior. Pr- prior. Sorry, you, I stuttered. You know, da, 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 somebody's yeah. had a lot to drink. I took a big fucking bullet for you guys on that you're one. You're welcome. <laughs> You can see these. Never mind. <laughs> um, worst moment of the year was I had to put my cat down. So, oh, I'm um, so sorry. I know it. You know, big fluffy. It. It. You know, some people think it's nothing and but whatnot. But mm. for me, it was. It was tough. It was very tough for my dad and everything. So, gotcha. Uh, it's yeah. the people that have never had pets that think that it's the hardest Dang. or it's it's stupid. It's those that have had pets that have lost their pets that understand. You know, pets are a whole different ball game. You know, they they do become part of your family. 
Um, I, you know, through the years I've had, oh, goodness gracious, one, two, three, four, five, six, (laughs) eight cats, two, three dogs. Voiceover. (laughs) Is this that barbarism that you were talking about? Oh, yeah. Something like that. (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. So, so I'll say 2022 has definitely been a good year. Um, oh, do I not? It's get had, it's, had its highlights. Oh, yeah, I thought you already went. Did you no, not? Damn. My bad. My bad. We missed him. No, I'll just turn my highest mic and low. Highest and low. I thought you already no. said high and low. You said you lost no, your. No, that was no. We oh, just, we did. We, we just we raised the grass. We That's right. We raised the grass that had passed and and are passing. Gotcha. It's kind of funny. I'm I am very similar to Jared over here. The this was a year of weddings for my family, not just for Jared, who's my little brother. But also my little sister Leah got married in Ireland. We, we took talking, t- fifty of our. Too. Huh? I thought you were saying Jared's your little sister too. Well, he's being a bitch. I guess he is. <laughs> my so little sister Leah to took a trip to Ireland with uh, about fifty of our clan over here, um, and it was it was honestly a magical experience because how how often can you say you don't just get to go to another country for a wedding? And to vacation, but you get to drag along most of your family. So it was mm. it was one of those experiences that everyone enjoyed themselves. Um, we got to experience the hospitality and the culture of the Irish, which is just fantastic. Barnes and none. Um, the two hardest parts of the year for we had to put our dog Burley down as well right before we left for Ireland, mm. and that he was our first. Um, he and his bonded paired um, sister Scarlett, who we still have. But they were our first dogs. We still have two cats from when Ashley was in veterinary school that we rescued. And then we adopted these two literally the weekend prior to the COVID shutdown in 2020. Oh, wow. So they're our COVID dogs. And that was that was difficult because the last mm-hmm. dog that I had was my childhood dog back when mm-hmm. he passed when I was maybe 11 years old or so. Um, and then this, this has been a hard year mentally. The I've, I've struggled with clinical depression for 20 years. This is the worst year. And I think it, it was a lot of factors to do with struggles with employment, struggles with my myself and just feeling like, what what good am I? What is my worth? What can I bring to the world while feeling very small and insignificant and the world problems kind of coming in? And, and, and truthfully, Scott, like I'm not I'm not saying this just because we're on the podcast, but the podcast has become a source of great joy for me for a creative element the fact that i get to hang out with such fucking awesome people on a weekly basis or bi-weekly basis um that i even though i don't feel like i know very much about bourbon still like getting to try things that will be way outside of my everyday peripheral to be able to afford or to to analyze or just if it's different when you drink by yourself versus when you're plugged in and you're drinking among comrades and and you're experiencing what good bourbon Am is I Russian all about, now you know? i didn't know it did i become russian well yes comrade <laughs> <laughs> professor x there is i believe colossus <laughs> what the fuck is jared doing behind my he back i want to know trust me he did not want to know is morgan gonna be ashamed of him absolutely i'm pretty sure that one's par for the course no offense <laughs> I'd say it's so anyway, very, very, very close to Fiddler on the Roof-esque stuff. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> so, I, thank you, Scott, ah. for 
bringing all of us together. I, I, I appreciate you guys. Like I said, I mean, I think that's for me. It's been it's been a great year, just just in general, because I have I've I've been able to bring more people into the group, more people into the family. Been had I've had more conversations with more people over this year probably than any other year with Bourbon Barrel Talk and. It's mainly because of the fact that I have met you guys and I met the Brocks and I'm, you know, and, and I was able to bring more people in to have more of a centralized thing. Like I said, my house has been torn apart since probably March, like different construction projects, different things like that. Are you to done yet? Like what's the so, status so, of these So things? honest to goodness, like we are literally waiting on the plumber to come in and, and change out the valves. So they sent us, <laughs> the, the, the showers themselves are, everything's in place except for we're still waiting for the, the plumber to come back because he's got to put in the two sink, um, the sink spigots, okay. faucets, sink faucets. There we go. And uh, for some strange reason, I don't know what happened, but the 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 mixing switches on our shower heads, it's either hot or cold. It will not mix. Oh. So the mix is the mixer was faulty, so we had to order new mixers. So they just came in. So we're waiting for the plumber to show up to put in the faucets in the sink, mm-hmm. which okay. the sinks are all installed, everything's there. And the shower's all ready to go, but the mixing <laughs> valve is not. So it's either you take a cold ass shower or you scold your balls off. Like oh, there's no in between. <laughs> it gets the cold shower roasting yourself. So there's nothing oh. in between. I'm about to say you should have about what thirty seconds to a minute of turning on the hot water as it's warming up that you have about that yeah, you small window. Could, I, I could probably take a shower like that. My wife could not. <laughs> You know, for one, I, I, I don't mind rinsing off in cold water. For me, it like almost like wakes you up and gives you yeah. kind of that thought process. It's that but blood flowing. It does. It yep. gets the blood flowing. Something like that. But, um, but yeah, it, it's just, it's been crazy. But yeah, I mean, we remodeled two bathrooms, all of our hardwood floors, part of our basement, like all this year. Like it's just oh, been wow. just tearing shit up left and right, putting stuff back together. So uh, I, I know you came mentioning that we're going to have a recording at your house. We at are some definitely, point. we are definitely. <laughs> yes, it, it, it should be literally any day now at this point. Come twenty twenty three, we'll be at Scott's yes, house. You definitely be at my house. <laughs> and I'm ashamed, like I've because I don't drink that much by myself. Yeah. Like it's one of those things I've polished off so many bottles that, like, literally right now I've probably only got about thirty bottles open. Like I started like going through and like counting and stuff, and I'm like. Oh my God, I can't believe I only have like 20 or 30 bottles like <laughs> that are open right now. So it's going to be fun when I have a, gra- I, I'm going to crack some shit. Like we're going to have a, we're going to have some fun. Like oh, yeah. there's going to be some stupid drunken tomfoolery. Um, <laughs> uh, so the Knicks, will have, the, the Brocks will have to get a sitter when they come over. Probably so. <laughs> Barbara's not going to want to miss those. Um, Hell no. <laughs> but and, Where's Morgan know, when you need her? We're going to, we're, we're going to have some tomfoolery going on for sure. Um, you know, uh, you know, probably on a weekend so I can actually make it to work on Monday. Yeah. We probably should do them maybe a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Saturday yeah. marathon. Uh, but what I was going to say is, you know, John was bringing up a good point, is that it's one of those things of like going, I've never been one to much drink alone. You know, it's yeah. it's one of those things I've always led down a bad path. Right. And so it's been very nice to have my wife along, Barbara, with me, <laughs> you know, along this path uh, and journey that I've been with a lot of bourbon. Yeah. Because I've been right there with her. And so, you know. We might have one or two a night, but we'll sit there and talk about it. It's like, ooh, this is really good. What are you getting? You know, yeah. stuff like that. Even, you know, some of the stuff that we talk about on this podcast. Yeah. You know, her yeah. and I will just banter back and forth and say, ooh, you got to try this. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and, and then I think for me, that is an, a very unique opportunity for us because there are a lot of spouses that 
one drinks and the other doesn't. And then there are some that both drink and then there are some that neither drink. And, you know, it's interesting to be able to find the the balance that, you know, Nick and I can have where we can enjoy you know, a bourbon or two a night and, and really understand the different complexities and the different flavors and, and understand that each of us can have their own thoughts on it. Yep. Um, but still come back to together and go, you know what? That's even though I don't know what you're tasting and what he's tasting, you know, we can still come together yeah. on that one bourbon. There's fellowship involved with that. There's Absolutely. A camaraderie and a fellowship that definitely comes along with being able to have those pours and, and have that conversation. Yeah. And you're not always going to agree. That that To me, Absolutely that's what I love not. about bourbon, too, is that you can you can agree to disagree. You can have, somebody can have a totally different flavor profile on something that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm drinking. I'm like, dude, I get cherry. And they're like, dude, I don't get cherry at all. And I'm like, really? Right. You don't get cherry? And like, like, and <laughs> you can debate it, but it's all friendly banter, right? Like, nobody's yeah. getting butthurt about it. Like, kind nobody's of, getting I all mean, in their feelings journal because you didn't get their tasting notes you know we're we're definitely going to go back to my favorite little motto and i know i've said it forty thousand times on this podcast but to each their own right yeah 100 percent for sure i guess the question to maybe end the the show tonight would be for you scott what is what is your hope for bourbon barrel talk for 2023 so 2023, so for me, I look at that from a holistic point of view. A, I want to get Josh back on the show a lot more. Yeah. Um, you know, just because I, I, I've he switched jobs this year, I switched jobs this year. So he's mainly been focused on that piece. I know that he, he's been super, super busy and intent on trying to build, basically build a new company. I mean, so there's a lot of work and a lot of stuff that goes along with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'd like to see that. I'd like to get Josh on here more often because Josh is just, he's become one of my closest friends. I mean, just in all honesty, I mean, we've only known each other for about four years now or five years and like, we've just become really, really close. I mean, over that time frame. Um, the other big thing is I, I'd really like to dive into some really, really maybe reviewing interviews, like going back and touching people that I talked to the first year that I did it, you know, like maybe going back to Spirits of French Lick, maybe going back to uh, maybe go back to New Riff, maybe go back mm-hmm. and talk to Jay and see what his, his perspective on New Riff is from, you know, when they started. Because when I, when I first did this, when I did the episode, I mean, I, some of their stuff was, was barely turning three and four years old. Like, I mean, it mm-hmm. was just old enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I'd like to go back and interview some of those people if possible okay, and just get a little bit more perspective on, you know, Hey, it's, it's been three years down the road, you know, soon to be four years for me since we started this thing. What's changed? What's mm-hmm. different? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And just kind of get that perspective from folks. Also, I'd like to do a few more, um, I'd like to do a few more barrel picks. I'd like to do a couple of charity barrel picks. I think that would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, another big thing I'd like to do is I'd like to highlight local businesses that are tied to the bourbon field, whether it be a liquor store or a, a bar or things like that that are here locally and interview some of them and, and talk to them about, you know, what's their favorite cocktail? How did they come up with these cocktails? You know, um, you know, if you, in the, in the liquor business, you know, what's it like having to deal with distributorships and allocations and how does that make you feel? Like, I'd like to get their perspective on these type of things. Like I know how I feel about it and I know how you guys feel about it. Cause we've right. talked about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I don't necessarily know how they feel about it. Okay. And I don't think people in general, if they really talk to a store owner per se, what's their perspective behind it? Like, uh, does it really frustrate them as much as it frustrates us? Is sure. it one of those things that, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, I, I feel like the days of a mom and pop's store are gone. 
Like, I, I think that it's it's died out. Like, I think if you don't own two to five stores, I think you're going to be snuffed out in, in the long run because you're sure. not going to have any binding power. Right. Okay. So uh, those are the things I'd like to see. I'd like to just have some different conversations, different things, rehash some some great conversations that I had. Spirits of French Lake is one that I really, really... And the funny thing is I could probably call Alan tomorrow and he'd be like, yes, come on up, let's go, let's have a conversation. Um, you know, but it's one of those funny things that... I don't know if it would be the same without Jolie because Jolie left there, but Jolie's now with uh, Padoka, and I think they just opened a spirits thing in Padoka. A winery, a winery. Well, there's a winery, and they, but I think they're doing spirits too. Oh, say I haven't heard about that. So I think they're doing brandy, and I think they're going to do bourbon. So like that's the thing. So like there's lots of things that are going on. Um, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to, and you know, I, I want to do another um, tournament of 64 bourbons. I want to, you know, sit down with a group and really hash out what what was the 64 best bourbons, and then let the mm. let, let 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 the bourbon Daryl talk community vote on it. You know, Ooh. every round, you know, you and then we talk about why we think they picked that bourbon. You know, and because I had a really good time with that a couple of years ago, and. I'm hoping I can get a, a neat sponsor to come sponsor that, and maybe we give out some cool prizes and different things like that, just to have some fun with it. So but there's say, lots of things I'd like to do. Where are we on the, the merchandise uh, route? I think that <laughs> our viewers across the world would really appreciate some Bourbon Barrel Talk merch. I, I'd have to Absolutely. I'd have to spend a lot of money on a couple of different things <laughs> in order to get to that point. And uh, not that I'm not willing to do it. It's just one of those things that I just really haven't, I, I haven't taken the time to really, A, look to see what those things cost or anything like that. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. I, See the it's cost definitely benefit something, ratio. Of it's not even. It's, like that. Yeah, I don't want to. Th- I don't want to lose money on anything. Right? Like, right. Right. I, I'm not looking to make money, but I don't want to lose money. I don't want to. Sure. <laughs> no one does. So, yeah. so like, I, I, what's inventory look like in that situation? Like, do I order? 30 smalls, 30 mediums, 30 larges, or do I order all large and extra large and two and three X? Because I feel like most people that drink bourbon are kind of burly dudes. I mean, what do you, what do you do in those situations? Maybe right? we should open that up to our viewers. So that might not be listeners, a bad idea. Yeah. See what, what kind poll. of, um, not many viewers out there. And if they are, they've watched one episode and they've like watched <laughs> me talk and watch my little <laughs> voice bounce on YouTube. They, they view the itinerary, the breakdown <laughs> of the episode episodes on yes. Spotify, Pandora. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, would that be something, you know, a little bit more visual for for our yep. listeners? Yep. Yep. I, I know Nick brought up challenge coins. That's something I, I, yep. I've, I've been looking into since he mentioned it, you know, mm-hmm. they are expensive. <laughs> what is a challenge coin? Break that down. So for a me. challenge coin I've heard is, that a few times. so it, they originally started out with like firefighting or in military or police, different things like that, where basically if you saw somebody go kind of above and beyond the job of duties or the, or of the expectation of what it was to do their job, you mm-hmm. basically gave them a challenge coin stating, you know, Hey, I think you did a fantastic job. Okay. Um, from a bourbon aspect, I could see where you could be like, "Hey, you get you dropped some some knowledge, or you dropped some you know a, a great piece of conversation about bourbon or bourbon related things." And I really appreciate what you did. Here's this. That's kind of the way I envision it. I don't know if that's okay. what yeah, you, that's you exactly had it, what Nick. I did. You know, you know, you're at a bar. You're having a conversation with either the bartender. You're having somebody sitting else else at the bar having a great conversation about bourbon and you know that something comes up they give a great opinion on something or some good insight you know mm-hmm. and then you kind of present them with that challenge coin saying hey, hey you did a great job thank you here you go and if you know and then kind of tell them about this challenge coin if you come up across somebody else who drops some knowledge that you see that's impressive pass it on 
Right. Okay. The bourbon barrel talk challenge coin. Right. Okay. Yeah. Have yeah. our logo on it and, you yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. So love I, I, I love the idea of it. But like, I mean, mm. the problem is, is like you have to order like 200, 300, 400, 500 before they get to be semi-reasonable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay. it, so that's, and, that, and that's really what it boils down to is like, what, what like I said, I don't want to lose money. I don't want to order 500 and sell 100, you know, and then I'm like, well, what am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> with right. 400 of these things because right. you really never know I mean I, I give yeah. them out like hotcakes but then again it's just me giving out my money <laughs> right, right. But, but what that does is that you could have your logo you could have your website or something yep. like that to find it and then mm-hmm. you know hopefully that would help honestly that's, your, that's another big thing I would like to do I would like for somebody that knows something about website design or something about anything to that piece to where they would go and just kind of mess with my website a little bit because mm-hmm. we've got it it's up and running it's I think it's through like Squarespace. I'm about to say, if you yeah. said MySpace or something like that, I would laugh at you. Yeah, no, it's like it's like Squarespace or yeah, something like Squarespace. that. Yeah, okay. I think yeah. that they're, okay. they're they're kind of, but it, it's. I mean, from what I understand, it's super easy. My buddy Steve set it up for me originally. He's an engineer. Um, he just wanted to learn how to build a website, so he literally bought this little thing, set it up, and then literally just started plugging things in there. But I literally, like, our website still has our original logo. Like it doesn't have the 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 new logo on there. It has the the barrels that we took a picture from when we were in a Rick house, and we put Bourbon Barrel Talk the the, the name across it. Like that's what it is. Like okay. if you look at it, it's it's shit. Like we've not done anything with it. We've talked about doing something with it. Matter of fact, Steve was going to have one of his buddies work on it because he wanted to learn something about it. I'm like, fine, give him the name, give him the password, yeah. just go have fun, you know, like that type of thing. It was one of those aspects, and then never anything happened to it. So okay. So that's one other thing I would like to see. I would like to see somebody that has an interest in that, that they would want to mess with it and play with it. Because I'd like to honestly turn it into where it would be like a uh, informational place. Like you go to it and like it it would be a link to all the different distilleries in Kentucky and Indiana. It would be, yeah, exactly. It would be a link to, um, you know, okay. looking at your favorite, like if you wanted to go in a store, like a tour, like you could click on Buffalo Trace and then like you could book a tour right from our website, you know, like oh, that, that'd be cool. That would be just a nice thing for people to be able to like one-stop shop. Like you go to Burn Burl Talk and you can do anything that you want to do. Kind of a bourbon related. hub. It's like a, a bourbon website. hub. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I love that. You know, and yep. then like even maybe talk to Drizzly and be like, hey dude, do you want us to drop your link in there? Like if you want to order bourbon go to drizzly or go to silbach or mm-hmm. you, i don't know what it looks like i'm just saying that's that's what i kind of envisioned with it originally and like i think literally now it just shows 200 episodes of the most recent episodes or 150 or whatever the number is that it'll show and then <laughs> that's it like and it's got like the old original i think term of 64 information on there like stuff like that that's on there just hasn't been updated in a long time so we can help you with that I got some friends. We've got some eager eyes looking at you yeah. right now, Scott. So, so. so it's one of those things. That, so that, those Go are ahead. things that I would like to do, but haven't really messed with it. And, you know, like I said, I, I, it would be neat, nice and neat if we could be able to do those things. But yeah, absolutely. Anything else? Uh, let's all each of us give a little New Year's toast to our listeners. New Year's toast. All right to 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 the to the fans to the friends. Um. To those incoming that don't know that they enjoy bourbon yet. There you go. To, to anybody that likes bourbon, loves bourbon, or to people that are going to newly discover bourbon. Absolutely. Cheers to you. Cheers to the, the folks out there at home. And cheers to the Bourbon Barrel Talk family. Absolutely. Cheers. cheers. Happy Salute. New Year. Happy Prost. New Year.
And that's our episode of Bourbon Barrel Talk. If you want to find us on Instagram, Facebook, or the Twitter, you can do that. You can also email us at bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. You can find us um, every Sunday when we drop those episodes. This is Scott, John, Jared, Barbara, and Nick signing off. Peace. Peace out.